Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Sydney Group 1's headline, a 10-race card this weekend from Randwick in Sydney. So let's have a look at the meeting and see if we can help you find a few winners on the program with thanks to the Southern Hotel. Joining me now from Trial to Track and the Trial Files, Tom Haylock. How are you? I'm well, mate. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Wet weather right across the well, most of the eastern seaboard. Sydney, one of those venues. Heavy nine as we speak midway through the day on Thursday, so I suppose most important question in regards to our conversation, what's your thoughts track-wise, what are we talking about, or what are we, horses we're talking about today, what are you rating them on? Uh, I think we'll be pretty heavy. Um, yep. Yeah, probably a 9 or a 10, I'd, I'd say, but it really depends on how much how much rain falls on the day. Um, if the race, if the, the, the track chops up on the day, if there's rain falling, it makes makes it pretty bad. But it can dry if, it, if we don't get that rain on the day. So, as usual, we uh, play late and assess everything. But, um, yeah, done the form on a nine. Okay, so we're working on a nine. So that's an important factor to take into account. We'll have a look at a number of the, the races on the program here that you're keen to talk about. But let's start with the two big features. That is a dual Group 1 meeting, and they are... Time on at Group 1s, in particular the tab Chippy Norton Stakes over the mile at Group 1 level. Wait parade, some wonderful horses have of course won the Chippy Norton over the years and again we do see a, a pretty strong field lined up for this one in particular. Uh, very elegant second up, the cup winner. She is, yeah, it was an interesting first up run. She found the line okay there. Um, she ran the third fastest 400 of the event but she just... She looked like a horse coming back from 3,300 there. She didn't look interested over that journey. Um, she wasn't there to win, clearly. She was snagged back, had the inside barrier, never in the hunt. What she did late was okay, very elegant. Um, I couldn't back her as favourite on the back of that, to be fair, James. Um, she's 290 here. I, I don't want to be with her here. Um, at that price, I am leaning to Colette, absolute swimmer. She was very fantastic in that Apollo Stakes, which you have to think is the natural lead-up, the Apollo um, Thinkadover was dominant there, but everything that could have gone right for Thinkadover did. You had the, the dangers back in the trip, as you, you would have thought. Um, Thinkadover had the perfect cart into the race, filled out one dominantly. He's got to be um, pretty hard to beat here, you would have thought. But just with the, the heavy track, I think um, Colette can finish over the top of them. Um, Thinkadover's had three starts on a, a heavy, and, and it's been... He's been average on them. Uh, I think Colette, $4 is the bet here. She's at three from three on a heavy trap. She's an absolute winner. So, no, what she did late was fantastic. And um, in that to follow, I think she's a horse of eight. So, happy to take the $4, Colette. Um, she's ideal. is an interesting run. Returned really well. Um, ran the fastest 400 and 200 of that uh, event, James, in the Apollo. Got beaten out of sight. But um, ticking over quite nicely. Blinkers on, sting out. She can improve and run a place here at a massive price. And top, top ranks the wild card in the group one. Um, I've got a big opinion of him. Just think uh, with the fitness edge, I think Colette's the horse to beat. Okay, Colette, the horse to beat. You can potentially have a saver or something more. The place about the 12 there, she's ideal at the odds. What about the 8th then? This one is the Drinkwise Surround Stakes. It's over 1,400 metres. It waits here for the three-year-old fillies. And again, pretty interesting race here, in particular with the Waller holding obviously a strong hand, which is not something unusual, of course, but uh, particularly when we talk around Espiona and Fangirl. But, uh, but they're not the only two. That's right. Um, the big field's the only thing stopping me taking or diving into the 215 Espiona. Um, yep. It's just luck, I think. She's drawn okay in barrier 13. Um, 
obviously Waller's got the two fancies. Fangirl draws 16, Espiona 13. I think that'll be the difference and enough to turn the tables with Espiona on Fangirl. Fangirl was the beneficiary of a, a superb um, Hugh Bowman ride. He had the fence. He got off the fence at the right time. Then he uh, managed to get Espiona's back. He peeled out and just nabbed Espiona late. And Espiona was clearly in front probably a 40 or 50 metres after the line. She came back again. I just think Fangirl got her at the perfect time right on the line. It was a peach of a ride. With the barriers, I think Espiona will turn the table. She was um, the shortest in the lead-up and um, she's clearly got plenty of ability. So happy to be with her. Um, 2.15, probably about the right price. Um, I don't want to take too much shorter, given she might need a bit of luck. She can't jump them, so she'll need breaks at the right time. But um, Espiona 2.15 looks about the right price. I've got her clearly favourite and she'll, she's the horse to beat. Um, oh, Sorry, just yeah, one, you can. Just one for odds. Um, Hinged is the the one that I'm interested in. Second up here, and third fastest final 200 metres um, behind that Quinella there. Rises to 1400 metres. She's one from one on a heavy. She's the one that could improve um, dramatically here at a big price hinge, but um, she can run well. Espiona on top for me. Okay, and Hinged, of course, for many of our Queensland in particular right here and Toowoomba listeners would be well aware of Hinged, of course, formerly here at Clifford Park, trained by Michael Nolan now, of course, with the, the Chris Wallace stable, and which she started favourite in the Oaks, didn't she? Uh, yes. Hinged, last prep, trying to remember. Uh, you know, thousand guineas. Sorry, okay. sorry, the thousand yeah. guineas it was. Apologies, yeah, the yeah. thousand guineas after she all but won a big one at Sydney at a huge price. So, uh, so yeah, no, but she's... Kicking along nicely, and great to see Brent Nevdala back in the saddle there as well. But yeah, Hinge would be well known to our listeners here from Toowoomba. Okay, that's your thoughts on the two uh, big group ones. Let's have a look at a few other races on the program you came to discuss, 5, 6 and 10. So we'll go on race for quarter. So we'll go back to the fifth here. The celebration of Liverpool City Cup. It's over 1,300 metres. It is a group three. And here, the top weight is none other than, again, I talk about Queensland flavour, Alligator Blood. It's an interesting journey. Now with Gabe Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. Interesting journey, interesting owner, um, interesting horse. He, he's um, he's now with Waterhouse and Bot. He trialled the house down the other day. He won by six lengths. Um, nice piece of work. He was too sharp for them, but I'm not sure he beat too much there and he beat a bunch of stays. But he's he's um, got that Waterhouse Bot toughness and polish now and he'll be um, rolling along up on speed. I think Ellsberg will be up on speed as well for Barry 10, probably to sit... Outside Alligator Blood, um, and I'm happy to be with Ellsberg here. It's three from three first up. He's um, adept in wet. He ties in through a lot of these. He ties in through Brutality um, in the Villiers. Brutality won that by 0.3 of a length. He meets um, Brutality two and a half kilos better off for that victory. He flies fresh, ticks a lot of boxes. Uh, Ellsberg on top for me, race five, number five. Let's go to the sixth here. It's the Guy Walter. Proven thoroughbred stakes over 1,400 metres. This one is at group two level. Mm, it is. Um, Ice Pass the natural horse to beat here. She's probably about the right price. Um, she'll get back in the ruck, but she comes out of the, the A-grade form. Um, it's the A-plus form reference. The Apollo, she was um, fantastic there. She ran the fastest split between the 400 and the 200. Just peaked a little bit late. She's an absolute swimmer here. McDonald on, Barry 12. She'll be charging down the outside and she looks a horse to beat. Um, yeah, all, all those uh, Mirror Vision, Promise of Success, Electric Girl, um, they were okay in a slowly run race, but I, I do think Ice Bath's the better form. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Mirror Vision, Promise of Success, run well here. Um, and Forbidden Love Swarm reads okay between Overpass and Animo, but 
I'll start on top for me, the guy Walker. Let's go to the lucky last. It is the 10th on the program here, the Garvin Institute Sprint. This one's over 1,200 metres. Um, I do think if Matai gets through a heavy track, he, he'll be mighty hard to beat. He'll be up on speed, um, rolling along. His win was fantastic. He rated through the, the roof first up. Um, he beat Silent Impact there, who started $7 against Animo in a group two. Um, yeah, if he gets through the wet, I think he wins. He is a query. Um, I think the value in the race might be a horse by the name of Turnstile, who trialled fantastically. He'll attract attention, lightweight, wet track, um, flies on a heavy track. Um, she's trialled up really nicely for this. And with 52 kilos, I can see her firming um, throughout the week and starting shorter than she is. And um, she'll be running well. So I think Turnstile might be the play here at the big price. I can see Gravina and Mautai... Um, Big, big hopes as well, but just at the $20 or something, Turnstile, as we speak, um, might be a bit of value there to finish us off. Turnstile at the good odds in the lucky last, it's race 10, number 10. So, uh, yeah, so if you like the 10, that's probably an advantage as well. Race 10, number 10, what's the best on the program in your opinion? Um, I've come up with a lot of favourites this week, which I don't usually like, especially on a genuine wet track, but um, yeah, I think race 5, number 5, Ellsberg's going to be hard to beat. I think race 7, number 9, Colette is... Probably the best, and um, SBN is going to be mighty hard to beat. All right, so that's your thoughts there. Now, trial to track as well, of course, and everything that's happening to the trial files and uh, racing.com on race day. So um, post-scratching's time, we'll have all of your selections, correct? Plenty happening, mate. Yeah, racing.com. We found five of the ten winners last week, so we're bound to go backwards from there, but fingers crossed we can keep it up. Let's hope that it is another winning weekend. Tom, as always, appreciate your time. Cheers, mate. All the best. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 